0: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. leave for you. Take my life. Thank you, Jesus. Mark chapter 3 and verse 13 Jesus is at the beginning of his ministry in verse 13 it says this and he went up on the mountain and called to him those he himself wanted someone shout I'm wanted that he himself wanted and they came to him Verse 14 says this. Then he appointed 12 that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach and to have power to heal sickness and to cast out demons. You want to heal sickness? You want to cast out demons? You need to be with Jesus. He'll never send you until you figure out how to be with Jesus. Today I want to talk to you for a little while while, just about this very simple subject. Waiting with God. Waiting. Can you say it with me? Waiting with God. You may be seated in the name of the Lord. Thank you so much to this worship ministry there moving in the Holy Ghost and I'm thankful for it. And he appointed 12 that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach and to have power. Preachers without power is the evidence that they've not been with him. To heal the sick and to cast out demons. Our human nature, see if you agree with me, but our human nature is to be impatient. Can someone say amen? How many of you out there are impatient with me, huh? Anybody out there, huh? McDonald's is not fast enough. Can I get an amen? (laughs) We all have this gene inside of us as humans that we have, whether through uh, our our nurture or nature. I'm not sure which it is. I'm not sure if it's from our culture or from the Creator, but we have this thing inside of us that's impatient. It's impatient because we want stuff now. I know that I hate waiting. (laughs) I know that I really, 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 really hate waiting. I uh, have found myself in so many instances where my wife is pulling on my coattails and saying, sweetheart, give them a second, let them do their job, just wait, just stop, hold on, because this guy has been impatient in his life. I freely admit that, and I know that God has me working on it, because sometimes my impatience shows up in spiritual things. And I don't like it when I miss God in spiritual things with my impatience. Someone say amen. I know none of you have been guilty of that, but I'm just speaking for myself this morning that we are all impatient. I hate it. You hate it. But there have been lessons that we have learned over the past few years about patience. I don't know about you, but I've learned a lot about patience in the last couple years. Can I get anybody to shout, I hear you, Pastor. I feel you, Pastor. I know exactly what you mean. We have all been tried in this area of patience. There has been a cause that has made us slow down. There has been an issue that has demanded that we sit still. There has been something that has happened in our world that has made all of us have to pause in many cases it's not been a good time I don't know about you but I, I gained a few pounds over the last couple of years from the pandemic and sitting at home waiting for things to settle down can I get an amen from anybody I, I heard a long amen somewhere. Uh, I, I want you to understand that we've all had these things that have happened to us, and it has been a result of our impatience. We weren't expecting this, we didn't plan for it, we didn't want it, but it happened, and it has changed us indelibly. It has changed us unequivocally. It has made us back up and think about some things we haven't thought about in a very long time you know it's hard to really be patient in certain areas and in those areas i am finding that we are being challenged in this hour it's very hard to be patient with healing it's very hard to be patient when you've been promised restoration it's very hard to be patient when you lack direction and wonder where you should be and where you should go. It's hard to wait upon the Lord because you're exhausted from the lack of knowledge. So many have come to me in the last several years and they have said these words, Pastor, what am I supposed to be doing right now? And I have stood in the mirror and asked myself the same question. What am I supposed to be doing right now? Because we were paused and there was a moment where we were all impatient. I don't know about you, but I love a word from the Lord. Can I get an amen from anybody? But we were demanding a word, hoping it would fix our delay. If I've heard it once, I've heard it a thousand times. I I wish we could go back to 2019. I, I wish that we had this or that or the other. I got news for you, ladies and gentlemen. You better be patient with yourself because we're not going back to 2019. We're here in 2022 and God has called us to move forward in his kingdom. And it's not time to look back. It's time to look forward. But in order to look forward properly, you need patience. You've got to wait. You've got to wait. In my prayers these last few months, uh, these issues that I've been praying with folks about, uh, seeking God's guidance, what is their purpose, what is their desire, where should they be, what should they be doing, I have been travailing and praying with them, and I have discovered some things that the Lord has spoken to me about that I I need to learn to better wait with him. I I read in Solomon wrote in Proverbs 13 and 12 when he said, hope deferred makes the heart what? Sick. When we, but then it says, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. There's something about when you pray a prayer, and it has been a long time since you've heard from the Lord about that prayer. You become weary in well-doing. You get deferred hope, and it makes your heart hurt and sick and wonder if God cares or He knows your name or what's going on. But then when it desire comes, it's a tree of life. There have been promises that God made to me and my wife in 2008 2008, that only this year have I seen a a tree of life begin to grow which looked like dead and gone and, and impossible. And God said, nothing is impossible for me, but my timing is perfect and my way is right and you've got to wait with me. It was Psalms 27 and 14 that says, Wait on the Lord and be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, the psalmist says, Wait, wait, wait. I say on the Lord. We have sung songs to this. We have ministered to this. I've preached messages about this. uh, And I believe this with everything that's within me. Uh, But the Lord, uh, a few weeks ago, He took me down a path that I feel I must share. Uh, We need to wait on the Lord. Uh, But the Lord is saying to me and this church, uh, I don't need you just to wait on me. Uh, I need you to wait with me he called his 12 disciples uh, that they would be with them. Uh, And out of being with Jesus, he said, I'm going to send you out uh, with the power of the Holy Ghost uh, and you're going to heal the sick. Uh, You're going to raise the dead. Uh, You're going to cast out demons. But it wasn't until they learned uh, to wait. It wasn't read the The the, the story in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and how impatient uh, the uh, disciples were. Uh, Lord, are we going to serve you? I want to be your right hand. I want to be your left hand. No, no, I'm going to serve. No, Jesus said, you're not getting it yet. You don't understand. My my kingdom is not of this earth. Uh, My kingdom is in heavenly places. If we're not careful, uh, we will think waiting on God means lack of action and lack of desire waiting on God is noble it's good, it's commanded there's a moment where you wait on God there's a moment in my life where I can do nothing else because I have come to the end of my rope humanly uh, what I can do, Uh, but I'm going to tell you that we're not there yet Uh, we are not at the on place Uh, we're at the, I need to wait with God, Uh, I need him in my boat Uh, I need him in my car Uh, I need him in my home Uh, I need him in my, I don't need to wait on him. Uh I need to wait with him. Oh, there's a huge difference, ladies and gentlemen, uh, because you see when I wait on God, uh, my expectation is just uh, that he's going to do something. Uh, but when I'm waiting with God, uh, I can fast, uh, I can pray, uh, I can travail, uh, I can go to the throne room in the time of trouble. Why? Uh, because my mentality has changed. Uh, God is no longer a bubblegum machine giving me the things that I want or need. Uh, but i am a willing participant uh, saying uh, i want something from god Uh, i need you lord Uh, i got to have what you've called me oh come on give the lord a hand clap of praise today there are two types of waiting there is a passive waiting and then there is an active waiting have you ever stood in line at Cedar Point or, or Disney or wherever the theme park might be uh, and you realize that you're standing in line for three hours to experience a ride that's 28 seconds? Can I get an amen? amen. And while you're standing in that line, you are doing nothing. You are waiting on something that is out of your control. You are waiting on something that you can't change. You can't speed up. You can't slow down. It is what it is. And in our lives, if we're not careful, we will take the passive stance. We will say, I'm going to wait on the Lord. I'm going to, wow. Lord, I ask you for that. I'm just going to sit over here. And I know you're going to provide, you're a good God, and I'm just going to sit over here and wait on you. Have you ever asked somebody, well, how you doing, or, or how's that uh, sickness? Or, oh, I'm waiting on the Lord. Anybody ever heard those words? Uh, well, I'm waiting on the Lord. That's, that's code for I'm doing nothing and God's supposed to do everything. Oh, come on now. I'm just going to Preach. Because the Lord is, is, is talking to me and then telling me that we have got to change the expectation of the body of Christ, that we can no longer show up to McDonald's, make church, and hope that we get goosebumps, uh, you hear me today, uh, and that we get tears, uh, and that we feel good for a moment, uh, and we walk out into a world of sin unchanged. God is in the business of changing lives uh, and changing hearts, uh, and ministering Uh, it's not time for mick church Uh, it's time if my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face turn from their turn we don't like turn from their wicked ways and then then and only then will i hear from heaven god is speaking to us saying stop waiting on me and start waiting with me Uh, Lisa, look, she's here again this Sunday by the grace and mercy of Jesus Christ. That's been a long three years from diagnosis to this day it's been a it's been trial it's been it's been I thought I was going to lose her it's it was all those emotions wrapped up and so it's been like a cedar point inside Nate Nix's head one day man we are having a blast and the next day we're flying down the hill going to die and it's not fun uh, when you realize uh, that you have no control Uh, but I had to wake up to the fact uh, while I was in a waiting room in St. Joe Hospital uh, that I just don't sit here And wait on a doctor Uh, But there's a God in heaven uh, That I can go to a chapel uh, That I can say Lord uh, Here am I Uh, I hear uh, the voice of the Lord Say uh, to somebody uh, Quit being so lazy With God uh, And get up uh, The violent take it by force Uh, It's not time to sit back Uh, It's time to say "Uh, I can do all things Through Christ Why? Because I've been with him. I know him for myself. I I heard him call my name. I know him for myself. I said, I know him for myself. No grandma gave me this. I love grandma. I'm thankful for her, but she did not give me the Holy Ghost. I didn't just drive in every Sunday and hoping I get a whoo and a hallelujah and a man that was good. I'm not talking about that here this pastor. I'm so tired of performance. I'm so tired of feeling the pressure to make sure everybody's okay on Sunday. Did I say the right things? God is speaking to this pastor saying you need to preach the word without fear or favor that God has called us. God has called us to stop sitting around waiting on the Lord. I remember this well because I was there waiting on my wife to get out of surgery. Oh, what a day. Have you ever, have you ever felt alone in the room full of people? Have you ever felt like you were out of control? but you had to stay in control for the sake of dignity and others around you? Have you ever felt like screaming at the top of your lungs but you know you can't because you'll scare everybody around you? Have you ever felt like punching a wall but you know you can't because you can't afford to fix it? It's, 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 it's a mental exercise. It's a spiritual exercise that says it's more than just waiting on the Lord. My frustration comes from my expectation. I'm going to preach. I'm just going to preach. My frustration, hope delayed makes the heart grow sick. When I have expectation that I don't have to pray God, I ask Him once and it's all done. That's not what the scripture says. I, I remember a woman that crawled on the ground. I remember a woman that just wanted crumbs from the master's table. Uh, I remember there's so many examples of people that found Jesus. Uh, they didn't just knock once, uh, but they kept knocking until somebody answered. Uh, I may not get my answer this Sunday, uh, but I'm still going to pray for my babies uh, and I'm still going to believe. God can save them. I'm here to preach to somebody. Besides myself, uh, that you need to get off the couch, stop waiting on God, uh, and start waiting with God. Uh, Pastor, what does that mean? Uh, I'll tell you what it means. Uh, You get up here on the front row with me and my wife uh, and Bray, uh, and when we see a chord strung and Bray and and them, uh, they start singing, bruh, let me. It's not about, man, they sound good this morning. Uh, It's about, I'm in the presence of God. Uh, I feel Him all around me. I need this I want this I can do something I challenge you today But I'm reserved Pat a foot Come on pat a foot Raise a hand Why? Because God moves towards those That move towards him It's not time to sit back In a chair It's time to say I am going to participate With my miracle I'm going to participate Going old school today I'm gonna scream a little bit you know why because I need somebody to wake up I need the church to wake up uh. Wake up. Oh, pastor, I'm not sleeping. Well, your eyeballs don't tell me that. Uh, Your hand raising doesn't tell Your spirit, well, I I just want to be cautious here. Well, be cautious somewhere else. Uh, Don't use your risk management at God's house. Uh, Don't use your risk management here uh, before the King of kings and Lord of lords. uh, uh, It's time to move on from waiting on God uh, to waiting with God. Waiting with God. I, I was, uh, thank thank God for the calm voice of Sister Shekinah. I love them so much. If you haven't met them, they're amazing people, her and Adam. And I, I was asking the Lord to help me, and he sent uh, this voice. Uh, Lisa's surgery was only supposed to be six hours. It was a detailed surgery. It was all done under a microscope. And it was a very, very intricate, very very uh, long surgery and i thought my lord six hours the doctor said "Well, listen she's gonna be in there for about six hours and everything's gonna be great and and you're gonna be great uh, and i love doctors that are positive someone say amen <laughs> and i trust this doctor he was a good man still is a good man he is amazing surgeon and I'm thankful for for all those that tried to assist me but when the hour went by hour number seven there was something that began to stir in this impatient person's life. Uh, There was something there was someone that I valued there was something that I cared about Uh, I felt and sensed I didn't know what was going on you don't understand. Uh, I was waiting on a doctor to come out Uh, I was waiting on staff to inform me. Uh, I was waiting on some things uh, to calm my nerves. Uh, but hour uh, seven went by and hour eight went by uh, and the half hour come and finally uh, I see the doctor standing on the other end. Uh, I wanted to burst into tears uh, but I held it together and I went down there and, and he said everything uh, went really well. We are hopeful and we believe everything's well and most importantly she came through and she's going to be fine. Uh, and he walked out the door my my daughter was with me uh, and we hugged each other and cried uh, and we just oh thank you Jesus uh, but you see uh, I had expectation of waiting on something I could do nothing uh, about uh, I should have had maybe a little more information uh, maybe I would have felt better uh, if there was a screen out there that said something else besides uh, in progress uh, you know that word is just not very very comforting uh, on our number 8 in progress. Maybe if I saw her heartbeat on a monitor. Maybe if someone would have said, this is an update, but there's COVID and all kinds of staffing issues and I understand all that, but that didn't matter to this man because there was something that I loved that was in trouble. I'm here to preach to somebody. God spoke to me in that moment and says, go to the chapel. Get on your knees. Find a place where I am because where I am is where you should be and when you get there I'll calm your anxiety I'll calm your nerves I'll give you an assurance that I have all things under control somebody needs to hear this pastor you've got something that you love you've got something that you're so anxious about it's a child going off to college it's somebody graduate it's somebody in trouble it's somebody in health issues Uh, it's somebody not following the way that they should Uh, I don't know what you're going through Uh, I know that there's a group of people that are hurting uh, that are going through so much uh, so much around us so much news that's negative Uh, but there is a place uh, there is a left in the rock there is a refuge in the midst of the storm and it's not just waiting on God it's waiting with God are you waiting with God have you put it on the altar and walked away or have you been back to the altar to offer your life as a fresh sacrifice Of God, I'm serious about my baby boy. God, I I never quit speaking their name. Lord, I'm here knocking one more time. I know you didn't answer last time like I wanted to. But that doesn't mean you didn't say I should not stop. I'm going to keep on knocking. Because there is if my people will humble themselves and pray. There's a promise that says I'll never leave you nor forsake you. But I'll go with you always even until the end. There's a promise that I have in my life. I got mind games going you know I'm playing out scenario do you know that's what we do I started playing out scenarios that she was on the table and she was in a mess and she started bleeding and she had a heart attack and the the respiratory guy, he was not paying attention and and my brain just went, and it went way out there. And by the time I got done thinking about it, my wife was dead, I buried her and I'm mourning at the house and I'm here to tell you that was a visitation from hell that was not of God or from God because I'm going to tell you there's peace in the midst of the storm with Jesus. Jesus Christ, God is here to remind me and you that he's not interested in you just standing around watching for him. He wants you to wait with him. Participate in your miracle. Be a part of what God is doing in this hour. I am I, I'm, I'm here to tell somebody there is ministry in this house that needs to hear this that you have waited, you feel as though you're wondering. You feel as though you need direction. Uh, You're waiting on God to move something, to do something. Uh, And I propose to you uh, and to myself and all those that will hear me uh, that it's not about uh, you waiting on God. Your expectations are in the wrong uh, place. Uh, You need to start waiting with God. Uh, That means what? That means uh, you grow while you're where you're at and where you're planted and you do God's will uh, and you do it happily and you do it rightly and you do it righteously why? because Joseph did it uh, in a prison uh, and Joseph did it uh, in the back of a donkey, Uh, Joseph did it in a pit, Uh, Joseph did it where he could not or should not have. but Joseph rose uh, in the midst of his mess Uh, he rose and he became the second in command of Pharaoh Uh, don't tell me that God has, uh, if you have a promise from God uh, then it's from God it's not from you or from me or from anybody else Uh, if it's from God you can't wait on him you hear me you got to wait with him you got to hello you got to wait with him I know you can be frustrated i've spent three years frustrated do you think for a moment that that i've enjoyed the last three years trying to pastor a church in the midst of a pandemic trying to minister to people i don't see trying to help them through trials i can't be at their hospital bed or beside them i can't be with them or near them and are you kidding me are you think that anybody was planning for that we have been through so much and if are not oh hear me and if we're not careful our expectations will be i'm waiting on God we'll kick doors we'll make things happen because we get impatient we get anxiety ridden we get in a place where we know best we forget the things that got us where we're at we get impatient it's happening all over all around the anxiety that plays out the scenarios of what if I' played that scenario out and I thank God for sisters <laughs> she came and she she just prayed and it was God's amazing timing and God did great things and here Lisa is some seven weeks later <laughs> mm. hmm. I'm in the Holy Ghost right now. I got scared. You ever been scared? We've all been scared. I got scared of the what ifs. I'm here to tell you that none of those things I played in my brain happened. But I spent a couple hours fretting and worrying and having an anxiety attack about things that never happened. Because it was somebody that I loved greatly. We do crazy things for love, don't we? Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Why is it so hard not to do the crazy commandments for Jesus Christ? It it should be as easy as doing crazy things for the one I love. It's the same agape. It's the same root. God is love. When we get overwhelmed and we get scared, we don't think the thoughts that God wants us to think. We become very grounded in what we can control. We become very grounded in what we can do. I started making phone calls. Oh, I, I, I started going back and I was bugging there. Hey, hello, this is Mr. Nix again. What's going on with Lisa? Well, we don't know yet. Okay, hung up five minutes later. Hello, this is Mr. Nix again. I, what's going on with Lisa? I haven't heard anything in five minutes. Come on, talk to me. Mr. Nix, we will let you know as soon as possible. I promise. I, uh, ten minutes goes by. Hey, uh, did you hear anything yet? I was bugging the living daylights out of those poor ladies. But I didn't care. Because what I was after was more important than their feelings. Somebody in this house or online, I'm not sure who you are, but you're watching your watch. You're looking at your calendar. You're saying, God, I'm getting frustrated. I'm frustrated in my marriage. I'm frustrated in my life. I'm frustrated in my ministry. I'm frustrated with my health. I'm frustrated, God. Where where are you at? I I thought we were, uh, what's going on? Why, why aren't we, you know, it's over. Why, why, it's, but you told me six hours, God, and now it's seven. What's going on? God, you told me six hours and now it's eight. Uh, I wish you would just, call, you know, just tell me. Send somebody. I don't know. Do something. And God goes silent. Has anybody ever had God go silent on you? Brings new meaning to the words, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not unto thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall bring it. Huh? He shall what? See, God wants to give us directions, but we're, we're so caught up in our emotion that we, we forget God's heart and replace it with our own heart. Solomon wrote, can you amazing people come? Solomon wrote and said these words. He said, delayed hope makes the heart grow sick. The psalmist wrote and said, what? That the Lord will strengthen your heart if you wait on him. But I submit to you, you need to wait with him. I've got... So much more to say, but I'm not going to take time to say it. From Luke 10, Martha was waiting on, go hear me today and I'm going to close. From Luke 10, Martha, Mary, remember Lazarus, he died. Jesus didn't come when everybody asked him to come. Can I get an amen? They were like, where you been, bro? He's been dead for three days. You're too late. It's over. You're too late. Why didn't you come? And in their frustration, we find this scenario play out. And this is what happens. Watch this. The scenario is this. That Martha decides to fall at the feet of Jesus and say, not my will, but thy will be done. Okay, you weren't here. There's nothing I can do. So I'm gonna sit here and wait with you. Mary, on the other hand. Okay, all right. I've got to control something. I've got to control something. I've got My brother's dead and Jesus didn't come like he should. And I've got to control something. I know, I'll bake a cake. You know what? I'm gonna serve it to everybody. You know what? Because at least they know I'm a good person. At least they know I'm trying to do my best. Mary sat at his feet and Martha ran around and we love both of them because we see ourselves in both of them. But Jesus said in Luke 5, he said, so he himself, I'm sorry, in, uh, in uh, Luke chapter 10, verse 41, he, Jesus answered, said, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. Verse 42 says, but one thing is the, come on, someone shout one thing. Come on, shout it like you're yelling at the TV. Come on, one thing. Come on, Malachi. Shout like Michigan beat Michigan State. Come on, uh, one thing. Uh, Ah, one thing that will never happen. Oh, I'm sorry. One thing. One thing. Jesus didn't say 15 things, 5 things, 2 things. He said what? One thing. There's one thing, Martha, that you need to understand. Mary... Chose that good part which will not be taken away from her Mary chose to wait with me while you were waiting on me you're waiting on me to heal your brother to raise him you're waiting on me to do miracle signs and wonders whereas Martha she's just sitting at my feet asking what now Lord waiting with me you see the will of the father is so hard to accept sometimes it takes divine intervention in your brain to understand that some things are outside of your control the life of jesus started with him communicating with his father it started with him waiting everybody shout waiting Uh. He waited, a matter of fact, for 33 and a half years to begin the ministry that would change the course of this planet. He waited. Oh, he knew when he was a kid in the temple and confounded the the priest. He knew I'm about my father's business. He knew what was coming, but he waited. Because the timing of God is perfect. It's yay and amen. And when God says, it's time, it's time. And when he says wait, he means wait. I know your heart has grown weary because it's hope deferred. But be thankful that he showed you that much. And he trusted you with being able to see over the horizon just enough to see what God had promised you. Be thankful that you know what's coming. Uh, be thankful instead of resenting not at getting there fast enough can I please get a different Uber that's faster than this one? He started his ministry. He understood the importance of not just doing the will of the Father, but being with the Father so his will could truly be done. Luke 5 and 16 says, and so he himself oft withdrew into the wilderness and prayed. Even after his ministry started, he knew that I can't do this by just going around healing and signs and wonders. That's not, no, no, I've got to go back to the desert. i got to get to the wilderness. And I say, oh, Father, oh strengthen me. It was in that wilderness that the enemy tried to destroy him. But because he had this moment of being with the Father. Are you waiting on jesus are you waiting with jesus uh can i read one more passage just one more come on someone shout amen Bree gave me permission so i'm gonna go with it you ready i'm closing this is the last passage jesus faced calvary in the garden of gethsemane watch this then jesus came with him to a place called gethsemane and said to the disciples sit here while i go and pray over there everybody say wait And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee. And he began to sorrowfully and deeply distressed. Then he said to them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful even to death. And then he says these words, stay here and watch with me. The first one was just wait on me right here. But he took some special people a little higher. And he said, Peter, the sons of Zeb, I want you to come over here because I want you to pray and wait not on me, but with me. He says, stay here and watch with me. And he went a little farther and fell on his face and he prayed saying, Oh, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Verse 40 says, then he came to the disciples and found them. Sleeping. It wasn't the disciples that were down the hill. It was the ones he personally chose that were coming in close. It was the ones he was anointing for ministry. It was the ones he was calling to a higher call. It wasn't the ones that were down there. They were already asleep. He had an expectation. They're going to wait on me. uh, But you, you're going to wait with me. Watch and pray. And, and it's so amazing to me that, that Jesus comes and finds us sleeping and says to Peter, What? What? Could, not, could you not watch with me one hour? Verse 41, watch and pray. What was that saying? Wait with me lest you enter temptation and the spirit indeed is willing but the flesh is weak and again a second time he went away and prayed and said oh my father if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it your will be done and verse 43 says and then he came and found them asleep again for their eyes were heavy and so he left them and went away and prayed the third time saying the same words and then he came to his disciples and said to them are you still Sleeping? Behold, the hour is at hand. The Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of the sinner. Our text told us that He personally chose them. Our text told us that He chose them and said these words. Uh, that you might be be with me and when he came to his greatest hour of distress those that were in the inner circle those that were preachers and called to be missionaries could not stay awake for one hour why Well, we, we know why because Peter would later deny him we know why Because Peter had already had a root of something inside of him that would take him away from the presence of God for a moment. Uh, There was already workings in their lives uh, that were happening. Uh, The reason they could not stay awake uh, was because they were already gone. They held the promise. Peter had the keys to the kingdom, baby. But he did not have the ability to say, I'm not going to wait on God. I'm going to wait with him. Who am I talking to today? Oh my God. God is talking to somebody. A matter of fact, I'm going to tell you, He's talking to everybody in this house and online. He's trying. to wake us up to the fact uh, that it's not enough for us uh, just to say and do whatever we want uh, and think that god's going to wink and take uh, oh whatever take your ease that's what the holy ghost said to me take your ease Uh, but tomorrow your soul is required why Uh, because you should have been working you should have been building uh, and you took your ease God is saying to this pastor it's time, it's time, it's time it's time, it's time time, uh, to not worry about all the pressures uh, that we need this and do that and should have Uh, no, no, it's time to do one thing Uh, we have prayer every other week for the men uh, and every other week for the women Uh, we have Bible study on Wednesday and a Bible study on Thursday Uh, we have church on Sunday Uh, we have worship, they practice they're anointed, they pray, they fast God is speaking to somebody saying, Are you still sleeping? If you're still sleeping, wake up. God is here to say, I, I, I need you in the kingdom. Church is not McDonald's, it's a place you come to be with God. There's been a couple Sundays this last month where this worship team has has led us into the absolute throne you guys have it's been amazing that we have had this moment where I didn't preach and God just came in and miracle signs and wonders. Sister Chokenthal had a word from the Lord last week and we went to dinner afterwards and I scolded her for not obeying God. Uh, The amazing part, listen to me carefully, uh, I didn't know that she had I knew she had something because I said to her Sister Chokenthal, obey what God is telling you Uh, but as soon as church got over before I spoke to her, uh, Brother Joe Paley, which by the way is very sick today pray for him, uh, but Brother Joel Paley came to this altar, he said, Pastor I've never done this before uh, but God gave me a word for this church uh, and he began to tell me what God said he goes, I don't know if I can speak it publicly and I said well we'll work on that God's working in new ways and new things in this body uh, and he said and he told me and he just went down the line we went to dinner with the Chokentaws afterwards uh, and we began to talk and I said man uh, I wish you would have let the she goes, well I don't use that gift I, I, I'm i just not very uh, uh, fluid in that gift and I said "Oh, well at Pineview God is saying uh, we need that gift tomorrow us, it's a five-fold ministry, it's a part of the body of Christ. And she said, This is what God said, and He said what? He said what I'm gonna sum it up in two words: wait with me. Three words. I guess it could just be one word. Wait, wait. Brother Joe Paley said, Pastor, the Lord said for us to wait. We were sitting at the restaurant, and I said this to them. Brother Henry jumped back to the table and says, "My God, the Holy Ghost is in this restaurant." And he was. We began to have tears float on our face because when you realize that God, listen to me carefully, I'm closing. Listen, God is moving, and I'm afraid that there are going to be those that are still waiting on God instead of waiting with God. How do I wait with God? What Jesus say? One thing, one thing, Mary, one thing, Martha, get in my presence. Don't leave so quick from my glory. Find me not in a quick tongue session or in a quick goosebump time, but find me in the depths of your travail. Find me in the depths of your speaking with other tongues as that gift comes through. Find me in the depths of where I want to take you. Come on, stand with me today. Mm-hmm. Sing it. I give myself away. Come on. I give myself away. So you. Away. Oh, yeah, yeah. I give myself away. So you can use me. Give will you uh, away if you're in this building, will you indulge as pastor? Can I, give I preached old away, old school so today? Can we have an old school altar call? Can see. can anybody come to this altar and say, Lord? I'm gonna wait with you today. I'm gonna change my view. I'm gonna change my expectation. I'm gonna start waiting with you today, Father. Come on, someone, someone find an altar today. Come on, that's it. Yes, yes, yes. Let God arise; His enemies be scattered. I give myself. I give myself to you. My life is not my own. Come on, that's it. Come on. Let to the Holy you Spirit. I, be belong, oh, I give, myself, I give, I give myself, myself to you. That's it. Come on. Come on. Give your heart my to God life this morning. Is not my own. Oh, I, I give myself. I give myself to you. Come on, take a step of faith. Come on, take a step of faith. My life is Come on, not take a step of faith. Own. Come on, let the Holy Ghost touch you today. I belong. I give myself. I give myself to you.